0: Episode 450 of the Pop Culture Roundtable, the podcast that can't stop because we haven't gotten enough. In this episode, we talk about Framer Sites, Prestige TV podcast and paparazzo's Olivia. I'm Andrew
1: Sale. I'm Lauren Rubin. I'm
0: Patrick Till. So clean up everyone, cause the folks are coming home. My house is really dirty. We like to start off the show by going around the table, which is where we talk about things that are new, fun, and noteworthy about our week. Guys, that is exactly what I say every time. Trust me, I have recall. Patrick, why don't you kick things off for us this week? Each week
2: we go around the table and talk about something new,
0: fun, and noteworthy <laughs> from I I don't think... You no, whatever.
2: I just realized I, I have to clap. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you're doing... You're, you're <laughs> making things harder for
0: yourself.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
2: Cold open. This is the first thing that I've said. What has gone on this week? It's all a secret, but here's what I can tell you, all of it. That's not true. I can't. Um, <laughs> I'll say this. So where I work, we're in the process of integrating a new game into the product, and uh, it is a very mm-hmm. well-known game. It was a uh, Mario. winner of Game of the Year one year. Um, Super Super Mario yep it's a it's still like a top 50 of like game of all time type thing on board game geek or something like it's, it's a World. very well-known game and i got to work with the company and <laughs> develop a uh like a like a rules video for it like a a, a video that goes through and doesn't an explainer um which i have now explained poorly and <laughs> It was it was a lot of it was a great experience. It was a lot of fun. Like like getting to actually uh write a script out for everything, uh getting to record it all, make notes. Like I got to build out my whole um like basically like a shot list and like send it to an editor to do the editing and like get it back. And I'm just I'm very, very happy with how it's all turned out. I also got to learn some new stuff. Like um I never had to do closed captions for a video before. And so I got to learn what goes uh-huh. through that process and things like that. Um, and the short answer is don't do them. You just go to uh, use a service like Rev, and it's super cheap, and they take care of it for you, and it's awesome. But, um, but yeah, it was great. It was, it was just a fun thing to be a part of. I'm excited for it to launch. I think people are going to really like it. I know I've already showed it to you all, guys. But I would talk about it in here, but I do have this, like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just get in my head about it. But when this episode comes out, so if you're listening today, and it's release day, and it's a Wednesday, you can go play it. So, um,
0: what you should do is leave space here for you to actually record after the fact. And then that way, when you're listening, you'll hear what it is and can immediately go look it up. So today, be sure (laughs) you go and play. It's a great game
2: where (laughs) exactly (laughs) that's all you need.
0: And then later on, just record it for the
2: Wednesday release. (laughs) We'll put it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. But, uh, uh, yeah, lots of secrets here. So that was, that was very very exciting. Outside of that, I did finish a search party. The fi- I, I, It's the final season, right? This is like the, the ending for the show.
1: Well, you're, you are the search party aficionado ah, I don't on know. this podcast for sure. Here's what
2: happened. I was convinced it was. I was convinced that I knew confidently it was the final season. And now I have it in my head that it's Ozark's final season. I was just confusing them. Uh, and yeah. so now I like totally don't even trust myself. No, I believe it's the
1: final season. All things season. come to an
2: end. Uh, season five. This is the show that what started on TBS and then got canceled after a couple seasons and then picked back up. And then HBO Max uh, has like finished it. Um, hey, there we are, McKenzie <laughs> looking good. She said that to me, and not y'all, suckers. Um, so proud. And they came back and, and finished the show, it's very different than it started in some ways. And then in other ways, season five was a return back to season one. I think from a a comedy standpoint, if you really love the comedy of season one and you felt like it's been kind of getting increasingly dark, uh, it's a bit of return to form from a comedy standpoint. Uh, From an actual plot standpoint, it's just wildly different. It it would be impossible. Like, if you watch season one and then I told you how season five ends, you would call me a liar. It's insanely different. But I will say this. What it is because I know that the people sitting across from me have not seen it, so I'm not going to spoil it. But what it is, the show, is if you take um, a group of people that have terrible traits, like each of them has something that's just a very bad trait, and instead of over the course of the show, they learn to conquer that thing that's bad about them, instead, these five seasons show what happens if that goes unchecked, how bad things can get. Uh, and that's kind of what it is. It's just increasingly gets worse. And when you think it is going to get better, it then gets worse. And when it ends, <laughs> things are terrible. So that's Search Party. But uh, do I recommend it is the question no one's asked and yet I'm considering.
1: You should, Probably, I, I would like to know.
2: Yeah, I mean, is it worth watching? Yes. Is it as strong as, as seasons like one or two? No. Uh, the first couple of seasons are still the strongest. Uh, it is, I think, a better season than season four. So there's like a little bit of a gauge. Like, I I think it's a strong season, the season season four. I think the comedy feels more like season one comedy, at least in the second half, which I know Travis hasn't got to yet. Um, But uh, yeah, it's just just pretty different in other areas. I am dying for someone to watch it uh, so we can talk about it because right now uh, my wife, Mackenzie, is all I have. And I I don't know that she wants to talk about it anymore. So please, one of you, please, one of you watch the show.
0: So I can stop talking. To have my wife about Have you not watched it. Ozark yet? No, nope. Don't even because you, oh, okay. you hesitated, and that's your. Here's a, here, let me tell you about Ozark. Ozark. The thing with Ozark, I can't believe you, you went that... to Search Party before you watched Ozark.
2: That's that's but the, insane but to me. But yeah. It's because my wife watches Search Party, and Mackenzie does not watch Ozark, so I have to watch Ozark when it's just me.
0: When you were in mm. elementary school, did you ever say the phrase "I don't give a care"? Because I grew up saying (laughs) I don't give a care until I was like eight years old. And I really want to say I don't give a care (laughs) to you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I hear what you're
2: saying, but when I I was born into the sixth grade. Oh, I see. Yeah, (laughs) and I was scared. (laughs) Uh, I I was talking to someone last night, and I I would describe myself as uh, a Chucky. Like, if you watch Rugrats, I am just the embodiment. I mean, I'm the size of like, 15 Chucky's but I am the embodiment of a Chucky. I try That's to play myself like a Tommy but I am a Chucky through and through.
0: But I look That's at you like an
2: angelic.
1: Tommy Tommy on the outside, Chucky on the inside.
0: <laughs> so, can someone please make Patrick a shirt that says that?
1: Kate, yeah, Tommy Carlton. on the outside,
0: Chucky on the inside. He, Patrick will supply the actual physical shirt for you if Kate you can create a, a graphic and print a shirt for Patrick that says Look, Chucky on the inside. Yeah, I was like she has
1: the same like, capabilities.
2: It yes. needs to look like that '90s Nickelodeon cartoon
0: style. She like would all kill of it. that. Oh, like, yeah, Kate would do an incredible. I was with
1: thinking, it. like, which would be which on that like streets and sheets question? A Tommy on the streets and <laughs> Chucky in the
0: sheets. <laughs>
2: well we know the answer is chucky in the sheets um but it may also be a chucky on the streets imagine a chucky going about his life as a chucky but he's just wearing a tommy t-shirt yeah (laughs) that's all that it is
0: that's what it is okay what are
2: the specs uh like four foot by five foot like i don't know how big my shirt is something (laughs) I'll figure
0: it out um, all right that's my week um, i love that you're tall that you're giving dimensions for a t-shirt graphic in feet <laughs> like that yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> two feet pretty deep pretty accurate um, actually
2: <laughs> pretty accurate yeah. go measure
0: a black bear
2: same dimensions yeah and so then just black make a shirt are. for a black bear <laughs> and then i'll wear it oh so, i used to know someone that was so hairy um <laughs> Listen. Is this that episode like another
1: joke setup that isn't one. No, no, no. i just.
2: I when I think about a black bear, I think of. I like my instinct is to make a shirt, a uh, shirt, a joke about me not having a shirt on, right? <laughs> um, but the reality is like I'm the same color as like my walls back here, and like I just have like
0: splotchy. <laughs> That's hairs the only reason that you're wearing on. a shirt now is so that people yeah, can see you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It would look like I was green screened out if I took my <laughs> shirt off right now. It'd be just a floating head. That's all you would see. But, but I didn't know a guy that just looked like he was wearing a sweater twenty four seven. I'm telling you, like he he would take off his shirt and you could not see skin through it. It was in honestly, oh, it was dear. incredible. It was a very incredible. So,
1: you <laughs> sure he wasn't a werewolf?
2: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm not sure. I can <laughs> be kidding. sure of anything. <laughs> All right. That's enough of this. Uh Andrew, your week's sad. So why don't you go so Lauren can make it happy again? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, so we'll round it back up. The week oh, itself no. was not sad. The week was not sad. The okay. last few days have been less than ideal. That's what that's where we'll start. So um uh I'll yeah, I'll start with all the bad and then I'll I'll end with one with one good thing. Um so I got, if you notice, if you're watching on Twitch, you'll notice I don't have my normal headphones on, my over-the-ear-like headphones. Oh. I've got my in-ears in, and it's because, I don't know if you can see this. Yeah, it yeah, looks messed up. That that There's a bandage there. That bandage is not there for uh, aesthetic purposes. Uh, it's not even that comfortable. <laughs> it's there Uh-oh. out of necessity because I got a small cut in my ear right by my piercing site. And it very quickly became infected, like crazy it's so fast hard when you, infected.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, On and your so ears. I don't I've, know why that always happens. What I have found, like, let me give you just a really vivid description, like super gross, vivid description. I, uh, it was irritated. Normally when it's irritated, I just, it's because my fingers, I got like dirt or oil inside and all I have to do is just take mm-hmm. out my, my earrings and then wash them, put them back in. And then within a few hours, it clears up. So I did that Saturday night. Woke up Sunday morning. Well, I think what ended up happening was I proceeded then to sleep on that side of my head. I woke up mm-hmm. Sunday morning, and it was so swollen and sore that the lobe of my ear, like the bottom of my ear, blood was coming out of the pores. Not oh, out God. of a cut, no, out of pores. It. That's how You're swollen told me this
2: story, and I've had all day to prepare to hear it again. Yes, yeah. I, I, I still hate it.
0: And it uh, my ears like
1: hurt right now, like listen. <laughs> it it was
0: not great, so oh, um skipped I'm work in the morning because I had to see a doctor about that. Uh, and what it ended up being is um what they what they whatever not what's the word that they what am I, what am I looking for Diagnosed? Diagnosed. Diagnose. Um, what they diagnosed it was is uh, cellulitis um that just an infection that came in and became cellulitis, and that's what they're treating it for. However. Uh, in the meantime, my arm has been hurting as well like right here like it feels like I've strained a muscle uh, it feels like um like I overextended something and and I'm wondering if it's the same thing and that it's just a uh, it because it did yes because when you have cellulitis it can kind of show up in different places and so I'm hoping that it is the antibiotics that I'm on are actually going to take care of all of it that's my hope um, because this arm is essentially, like only functioning at maybe 30%. Like I can't lift things very heavy. Mm -hmm. I can't even like raise my arm past a certain point without it hurting here. Uh, And it kind of goes down into my wrist as well. Like to the point where I thought maybe it was like carpal tunnel related um, from drawing and computer stuff. Um, But like even doing this is painful and it kind of goes all the way down. And so I had all of that happening Mm -hmm. and then decided when I was going to pick up my prescription for this ear situation. Oh, and this... The 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 um uh what do you call it the what's the it? ear bandage? no the what the ear the bandage nope I don't know <laughs> the, the infection I, wait I, like, I'm, like, oh heard sorry it of your ear you want to yes. see yes. the infection yeah. actually has moved like into my like into my neck so it's like sore right here and tender oh my like, on god my neck. like it like legit like happened overnight and was really crappy. Um I'm sorry. But when I went awful. to go get my my stuff for it, um I saw that they were doing boosters <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god, I should get my booster. And I'm like, well, I can't do this arm because this arm's already hurting. So I'm gonna get it done this
2: arm. Oh my god, no. <laughs>
0: Within like two minutes it felt like my arm had been through a punching, like just through like a yes. punching contest and it lost. Um, oh, and then I realized like no. that was a poor choice because now I can't lift things with either arm. I'm barely functioning as a human person. And then Gosh. within a couple of hours of getting the booster, I like dropped off. Like my, all of my energy went away. I got a fever. I was like, I just felt <laughs> miserable. I couldn't be upright for more than two minutes before my body just wanted to give out on me. So I had a very rough 24 hours <laughs> from Saturday.
2: That's not it though.
0: What else was it? What else did if I do? You
2: can also imagine all this is going on. Mm-hmm. And then someone is standing outside of your window, just like tapping on the glass, like trying to get
0: your attention. This is you now.
2: This is me. Patrick. For the past has, 48 hours.
0: He has he has wanted to show me something online for the last two days. And it's been the two days where I have felt miserable. Didn't even want to no, like no. pull up, you know, uh, did, didn't even <laughs> want to be... Anything. Like I thought, like, okay, my existence yeah. is ending. And he's like, Hey, I, I really want to show you this thing. You got 10 minutes now? You got 15 minutes now? You good now? I'm like, Patrick, oh, no. no. <laughs> like, I cannot tell you how much like trash today. I feel like right now. And so finally, after all that was said and done, I finally woke up this morning and felt I took melatonin last night. I ended up my fever broke at like 12 30. And then I woke up and I felt exponentially better. This arm still hurts good, and I'm still good. a little sore here and waiting for this like inflammation and infection to go away but oh my gosh i made a poor choice to get the booster when i was doing that i yeah. just your, tell you
2: your That's medical awful. chart is fascinating to me mm-hmm. now it's possible that mine would be just as crazy if i like went to doctors but since i don't it's basically <laughs> non existent but your chart has sex headaches it has uh, cellulitis or whatever mm-hmm. it's got the thing where you laugh and pass out it's let's got all kinds of stuff. I
0: think I think the sex headaches thing is tied to the laughing until I pass out. It's because it's all oh, about I like see. the the uh, the um, opening Left of floor. the vessels in my brain. Like yeah. I think those oh, are all tied together.
2: You had the like mass in your face. I mean, my sinus, my
0: sinus was full. Feeling
1: all of his medical Well, I think I've talked about most of this on the podcast.
0: podcast. Yeah, I think, I think all of this has happened in the last seven years, which means it's been on the podcast.
2: Oh, you know, Um, it is kind of basically, it is mainly here, if you think about
0: it. Yeah, my head sucks. (laughs) Yeah, your head is like, and what's
2: weird is I feel like the
0: rest of my body sucks. Well, my, my, my nasal, like. (laughs) This nasal passage or like this uh, this sinus area was completely full um, and which isn't bad, but they just wanted to drain it. But they couldn't drain it because my my septum was so deviated. So they had to actually do like uh, they had to undeviate my septum or take out part of it or whatever it is that that, that's called before they could do that. And then I had like a tampon jammed up into my face for several days. That was unrelated, though. Yeah, that was for fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was just for fun. <laughs> so it. So anyway, all of that said, yeah. Uh, this this was I'm less than an ideal uh, few days, but the whole time, yeah. Patrick just tap tap tapping on my window, just hey
2: hey. Aww. What about
0: now? <laughs> what about hey, now? Waving
2: waving through a window,
0: man. <laughs> uh, what's the guy's name? Um, dear Evan Hansen. He was dear ben Evan clap. Hansening me. He was yeah, tap, exactly. tap tapping on the tap, window.
2: Tap, on stocking. Uh...
1: But here's where we're gonna end.
0: The, here's where we're gonna end my my week. This ha- I got these several weeks ago, but um wasn't on the podcast when I got them. I think actually, um but I wanted to show them here. Um, Tanoshi boy, our friend Toshi boy, Dennis Salvatier. Yeah. Um, he sent me this uh, good dude, by the way. Dude, just out of nowhere, he just Very sent this awesome. to me. I got a, I got a, a note. I, w- I won't show his address, but just got a nice little, uh, you know, whatever, craft envelope. I'm like, oh, what's this? He sent me this little thing that just says, uh, happy birthday, Andrew. So he sent me this out of nowhere. Oh, nice. And his little postcard deal. And then he sent me cool. these incredible stickers. So the Ajax ghost hunting oh,
1: nice. deal. Cute. So the
0: Mickey, let's see if we can get that to focus. There we go. There you go. Oh, Perfect. that's nice. The ghost hunters. They're then we've so got cute. a couple of Donalds. Oh, I love those! I know. And you know what's awesome? I really like both he, of those. He sent me his personal. He had one pin left that was his personal. Yeah, pin I remember you had. Yeah, I love and that. And it's pin. now up on my board right here. Um, and then this uh, Sorcerer Mickey. That's a, a holograph sticker. Oh, yeah. that looks
2: good.
0: He also sent. I did. I did. He send me. I may have bought. I think I bought his his pins that are these he has a pin of this and the oh nice the angry donald mickey's Um, got
2: such attitude in that sticker i love it It's
0: really good it's so good so i just wanted to give a a public shout out now that we have this like visual format to dennis Mm -hmm. for sending me this it was very very thoughtful um unnecessary but very much loved and so thank you for uh for sending me a little a little treat um okay that's it for my week <laughs> a lot of sad and a little good um <laughs> lauren why don't you uh why don't you round the bases here
1: okay I, d- I think i had a little more fun than you i also had a medical emergency this week too that I, is fun <laughs> I tell cut us about off, it like wait, wait. the tip of my finger on a can oh my gosh <laughs> yeah not cute let Very me ci- let
0: me circle back to you something real quick because this did happen yeah. during my week and we, we talked about it i think right before no we started problem. recording Station 11 oh, is yes, yes, very, very good. But yes, <laughs> it caused me. Like when you said that it triggers, you weren't joking. Yeah, yeah. There was a moment we were we were watching. I was watching it with, uh, with Becca, and there was this moment mm-hmm. where I'm like, my I got really uncomfortable, and was like, yes, I was instantly remembering the chaos of that time where like. You didn't know exactly what was happening, but you knew that people were telling you to stay inside, and the, mm-hmm. the the store shelves were bare, and there was just this, and you just didn't know, and it brought all that stuff back. And I'm like, I don't yeah. like this feeling, but the show was a really, really, really well done. Um, and I'm yeah, I've I we've only it seen it the first episode. I'm assuming gonna, it changes. It,
1: the, the first episode is the only one that really dwells in the like pandemic itself the rest of it all is taking place afterwards you know so like it's i I felt like the most upset about that stuff watching that first episode and it honestly like transitions out of that quickly where like that's not like all you're thinking about there's still some scenes though that happen where like i just cried because like it made me so sad because it's just very profound and how like simple and realistic certain things are portrayed and it's just like oh like, yeah. yeah, like, but I think it's so good. Like, for all of those emotions, there are also times like that I felt like so happy I was crying for ten minutes. Like, so I think it like has highs and lows in both ends of the spectrum there. But like, that's good. It's worth getting past that first episode. Yeah, it it's really
0: well done though the way that it's shot and, and the writing. So, um, I just yeah. wanted to Isn't let you know wild? that it was it was like really good. The the
2: uncomfortable
0: feelings. I didn't realize
2: that. That was something I was susceptible to.
1: I didn't realize I would feel it until I did it either. Yeah, when I
2: when I watched, I've said this on the show before, but when I watched the Diamond Princess documentary, so they were going through like the first days of the pandemic. I like not like I almost felt out of breath at times watching it because it was like just bringing up all this old stuff, and to the point that I almost turned it off. Like it, and it was just wild. Like I didn't expect that, but yeah.
1: And I would totally like understand if like you're not ready for that because like it it's it can be hard still. I mean, like we're still in a lot of this, so yeah. I mean, and that tie in perfectly. So I finished reading the book for Station Eleven this week, um, and I just like I was just really wanting to like live in that story longer. So I wanted to read the book. The book is really different though than the show. I would say like. I never say this, but the show is a lot better than the book. It's not that the book is bad. I actually did like enjoy reading it, but like seeing how they adapted it, it, the book feels like a first draft of the story. Like, mm. honestly, like it just feels like they took what's in the book already and built on it in such a like e- exponential way that it's like so good. Just really amazing. So, uh, I, I, I liked the book, but I loved the show. So I would say if you're going to do one or the other, like the show is far superior and, Like, there's some things that the book made more obvious that are in the show. Like, this isn't a spoiler, but, like, one of the characters ends up living in a place where one of the other characters was born. But that's, like, not at all obvious in the show, but, like, so obvious when you're reading the book. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. But, like, I didn't really, like, put that connection together because, like, I don't think they, like, said the names of the cities anywhere near the same episode to figure that out. So I just, like, didn't remember that detail. But it it's cool it's really good as well and uh my friend was going to lend me one of the other books that the author wrote so when i read that i'll probably talk about that as well <laughs> okay
0: so it let's get off okay
1: of... yeah i'll talk about some fun stuff right now so like i i do have some fun things you found all
2: of it right what you found it found what? found what you didn't like slice it completely off
1: oh my finger <laughs> no <laughs> wow um okay nice <laughs> contest yeah, so, like, clues Sort of like, basically like a chunk of a little chunk on the top of my my finger here is gone. <laughs> like gone, gone. The uh, y- yeah. Like did it, Binks I, eat it? No. It Binks ate it.
0: Binks ate it. No. Binks yep. has a taste well, for human flesh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Watch oh, out, God. Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's already bit me before. I have this big scar. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> um. So there, it was just like a crazy day. That was very stressful. Uh. I'm. I'm better now but like it really messed me up i'm really bad about blood and stuff so i like almost fainted after this happened and so just like take ruins your whole day Mm -hmm. um but let's talk about fun things uh i got this new t-shirt which is really cool it's by this artist i like named fawnwood that i recommend everybody checks out really cute stuff she has lots of like animals in this kind of like sort of wiggly style and i think they're really fun Um, is
0: that like a salamander
1: like what is that yeah okay yeah Nice cool. little magical salamander. It's like that mustard <laughs> color. Me too. It's my favorite color. So I love it. I had to have it. Um, and then something that I've talked about on the show before, but I got the newer versions of is the uh, Magic Puzzle Company puzzles. There's new ones? So I got yes. all three of the new ones. Oh, wow. These are the puzzles that
2: all three. are like really bizarre <laughs> and wow. you can assemble in like different yeah. ways and stuff like that, right? Let me try and do this.
1: Yeah. So like you do the puzzle once and then... There's, like, a secret ending, so you move the pieces around, and you will get to see, like, a certain part of the, like, narrative of the, like, story, like, illustration, you know, like, finished in that part. (laughs) But I've got, uh, new ones are the Forest Feast, the Busy Bistro, and the Crystal Caves, and they all look really
2: awesome. Who
1: designed it? That Crystal
2: Cave one? Color-wise... Feels like something that like a hundred percent soft. With yeah, it. I actually all, thought
1: that. I don't know who the illustrators are. I haven't opened these yet. Oh, it says on the front actually, art, original art by. Oh God! Wow, <laughs> he did it. So it's spelled O D S A N Y U. Nice. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how you he did it. <laughs> you, I guess is how you say that.
0: Patrick, yeah. uh, God's pronouns are they, them. By Thank the way. You. Thank so. you.
1: Yeah, and
0: then uh Oscar's son is the other one and Oscar's yeah. son. That's all it says, is just yeah. Oscar's son. No, I just
1: think... Oscar's son, like S-U-N is oh. his last name. And then uh, <laughs> I thought it's Oscar's son. And it yeah. was like <laughs> me was like studying for one of yeah. his belts or something. <laughs> I love it. Um so yeah, some fun things going on. I also uh, binged Ozark, which Andrew, if you want to like stay after and talk about, that would be super fun. Cause I know we would be like spoiling A- anybody it. Anybody who wants people. to
0: stay afterwards, we'll keep the stream going once we're done. Yeah. And anybody who doesn't want to hear what happens, they can just leave.
1: <laughs> yeah. Easy peasy. And it won't Fair. be in our regular episode. So that could be fun. Yeah. Uh, I literally like just finished watching it like last night. So would love to talk about it. Um, and then uh, getting ready for the uh, book of Boba Fett finale. I've been rewatching a ton of Star Wars things all over Star Wars because there's just so many things where I'm like, wait, I have to check this. I don't know. <laughs> so I get into the rabbit hole. And so I've watched like half of Mando and Boba Fett and some rebels already. <laughs> right. I'll say fun. this.
2: I'm not watching any of those, but yeah. I love seeing the costumes for all the people making like their cosplay. Uh, so yes. please keep doing that. I like yeah. it. I have no intention to watch the
0: shows. It's called costume play, Patrick. <laughs> costume play. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. If
1: you dress up as a Star Wars character, who would you dress up as? Chewbacca. I. That's obvious. Well,
2: I. But in <laughs> but fairness, you I would take to? off my shirt and be Chewbacca. He'd be just he'd just <laughs> be
1: Chewbacca,
0: and half of what he says is unintelligible anyway. So it's so. Who would you dress up as? I met the real Chewbacca. Oh, that's um, awesome. And I was the same height as him. And I don't know,
2: like, for all I know, he had those, like, little, like, two-foot stilts or something. Like, I have no idea. I just know that we saw, like, to be clear, you
0: did not meet Peter Mayhew. You met Chewbacca at Galaxy's Edge. What are you talking about? His name, I don't know who Peter is, but his name's Chewbacca. I I knew what you were saying, Patrick. I also knew what Lauren was hearing, and that's why I was bringing clarity.
2: It's no different than meeting Santa Claus. Sure. If you meet Santa Claus, you met Santa Claus. And I met Chewbacca.
1: Fair, and, fair. Uh, you met
0: Chewbacca. We, I just want, I want to be clear. Yes, you met yes. Chewbacca, not Peter Mayhew. Not, not the actor. <laughs> yes. Again, I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> yeah. But that's obviously that I That was mean. funny. Or, that was a funny moment, too, because when Chewbacca, Chewbacca was like with these other kids who were taking photos. And when <laughs> he saw Patrick, he moved the kids out of the way and walked over <laughs> and engaged with Patrick because yeah. he was the same height as him.
1: Oh Patrick God, has that.
0: inadvertently made several children at Disney World cry <laughs> because Chewbacca <laughs> and started ignoring them. Everywhere, yeah, it was really That's so
1: funny. Cool. Andrew, who would you dress up as from Star Wars?
0: Uh, I think it goes without saying, but probably Princess Leia uh, in Jabba's palace.
1: Obviously, yeah. I've already <laughs> bikini
0: waxed, so it works well for the character. Perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would
2: get a bikini wax, but we'll talk about that later.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I realize
2: I don't even think of too much of the episode talking about it.
0: Yeah, we'll dedicate a whole episode it. to it later.
1: <laughs> oh, and then uh, one more thing—I I almost forgot about this. Sorry. Uh, I so this was like a project I worked on a long time ago, but it actually like just got released for real. Um, so like almost a year and a half ago, I helped uh, like do the illustrations for um, Sugarland's minor league baseball team. Um, so like they're the space cowboys and like when they were just like, we need a space cowboy. We want it, the logo to have like a character, but we don't have this character like in mind yet. So that was like my job. And I came up with the, the cowboy and it's like really cool now. Cause like I did the sketch, but then like handed it off and like everything else happened with other people. And that's why I didn't like know that this had happened now. Cause it's just like so long ago that like I had any part of it, but like, it is so cool now to see the, like, Launch of the team, their mascot, like everything that's tied with this, like sketch that I made. I almost like posted the sketch that I made originally online, but then I was like, I reread my NDA and I was like, oh, I don't think I should do this.
0: (laughs) I saw it today you posted about it, and I was yeah. I loved the design. I thought that what had happened was the Houston Astros had changed their name. Like I had even gone to like Google and like asked Google questions about it, and they were talking about how. Houston is also known as Sugarland Houston and like they're going through this whole thing I'm like yeah, wow, okay I, this, yeah. this looks like they've changed their name um and so yeah and
1: <laughs> their was, like, team actually plan. like the Astros design team did the launch for this so it looks like all the Astros collateral as well so like even more confusing Yeah, but uh Sugarland is their like triple A team so like the minor league team that's like just like 30 minutes outside of Houston. I'm dying to get my hands on one of the hats though. Like I love the merch that they made. Like everything turned out so cool. I love the colors that they yeah, ended up going with. Like everything is really cool. I posted all this on my Instagram, but you can also just check out um, their Instagram, which I'll have in the show notes, which is Sugarland Space that's Cowboys. Awesome. That's kind of feels so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really cool. My cousin texted me and he's like, oh, have you seen the Cowboys? I was like, what are you talking about? Is that like, I don't think they're playing in football today. And he's like, no, no, the Space Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, that's rad. yeah Yeah, it was so awesome so really cool to see that all come together finally so congratulations
0: lauren it looks great
1: thank you thank you all Um, right that's
0: it for me then i think we have made our way through the table so i guess it's time for us to head on over to our categories Every week we talk about our master categories, and that's the time of the show when we talk about the dice we rolled the week before. Those dice gave us our categories. We pick our topics based on those categories. And Lauren, uh, I'm excited to hear about what you're talking about.
1: Cool. Um, so I got podcasts, and I didn't pay attention to what, like, <laughs> modifier I rolled, so I just went with it. Um, but uh, this is a podcast that kind of could cover many categories. It's been around for a long time. I just found out about it, but I love uh, it will be like around in the future as well, because uh, it just is great. So um, I literally listen to this all day with their Ozark recaps. Um, so what this show is, is um, basically for people like me who love TV recap podcasts, this collects all of them in one place. So you don't have to subscribe to 15 different, uh, you know, recaps for every show you watch like I do. <laughs> Great. Like, I, I mean, that's like how I actually got into this, list, like listening to any podcast was like through TV ones, because like after Breaking Bad, Vince Gilligan did one that was like posted on the AMC website. And that's like the first podcast I ever listened to. And then Game of Thrones kind of built off of that. And that's actually how I kind of eventually led to this one as well, because my favorite Game of Thrones podcast host, Joanna Robinson, also hosts this show. um, And she is like my podcast queen. I love her. I love her. Um, She's just wonderful. So, uh, the thing is, so she's kind of the main host, but they do tend to switch, um, who is on the the podcast depending on what show they're covering. And basically they, they cover a whole bunch of shows, like anything, um, in the, yeah, like prestige TV kind of genre. So like the things that they're covering right now are like Euphoria, Ozark, um, yellowstone which which i don't watch so i skip those ones but um and they did station 11 they did yellow jackets they do um they did all the marvel shows there's like a lot of kind of um breadth in the type of shows they cover as well because i think that which plays into like having the different hosts So it's not always the same taste in tv shows um you know so it covers like all kinds of different shows and they have multiple episodes every week so they cover more than one show at once and they do things um, most of the time where they'll go episode by episode. But they started doing some for like Ozark, uh, which all, you know, you get all at once. So doing it episode by episode doesn't quite work as well. So they they did a pre-season um, four episode kind of catching mm-hmm. you up, which was really awesome because it had been a long time in between seasons for Ozark. So it's really nice to have had like a really thoughtful recap like and detailed as well going through all three seasons and not that was about like i think it was like an hour hour and a half and like covered everything that i was like thinking about and like what to watch for in the next season um and all that kind of stuff and then they did um like a kind of split it into like the first three episodes and the last four episodes for the next couple episodes um of their show and did it that way which was like i literally listened to these today um and just so
2: you recommended on saturday
1: Yes, yes, it is. Um, so basically, like this is my like go to. If you like don't want to go digging for like a special podcast for each show that you watch, dude, they have they usually at least like cover like a full season recap of any show that gets to a certain level of popularity. Like I'm sure they'll do some kind of like peacemaker recap after that season's over. It's just not quite like their usual thing, but they'll always like find time to talk about fun things. They also just did a fun one where they were like. Um, best of Lost uh, episodes and stuff because that's just like what some of the hosts are really interested in. And I thought that was fun because, like, I haven't thought about Lost in a long time, but the way that they were like bringing it back, I'm like, oh, maybe I should watch it again. <laughs> Which is like, I, yeah, that shows I could talk about it for a long time. It's so interesting, but um, yeah, I really, really like this show. It's kind of like my, my go to now. Um, I, I haven't been listening to it for a long time, but I have listened to a lot of the hosts that are on this on other podcasts. And I somehow, like, didn't realize that this existed in between the gaps where, like, all these people I like uh, to listen to are talking about all the shows that I watch together. So it's awesome. They also get a decent amount of guests from the TV shows working on them in the, like, back half of the episodes. So, like, for Euphoria, they've had a lot of the actors, the writers, the producers on their um, show to, like, interview at the end of the episode, which is awesome to, like, get those kind of insights to the shows if you're like me and you love you know digging into all these different shows
2: who has the who has the best takes in your opinion like who's your favorite host to follow that does read oh
1: like across time and space mallory rubin forever (laughs) i love that's your mother's
0: name (laughs) yeah that's your yeah
1: it's weird because we do have the last name but like i i like she just is my like spirit podcast person like i just like she is into all the same things i'm into and like has the level of enthusiasm that like I love, and then also is like so smart about everything. It, like I like her mind is amazing, and she remembers as much as she does. Like so, I love it. Like uh, it like listening to these podcasts like reminds me of talking with my brother, which is like my favorite thing to do. So it's just great. <laughs> huh? Sorry, Trevor. Yeah, I can <laughs> totally jump onto the.
2: I would enjoy the in depth Lost
0: conversation. Yeah, I basically... If Lost came out now, it would have a. An after the show podcast official. Oh,
1: absolutely! Yeah. I mean, freaking Peacemaker has one. Like, it, there's so many shows that have them. Where I'm like, this it's, called, has a po- podcast? it's called. What
0: is it called? Like Poddy? Podly? Podly? Yeah, like or, Eagly. I yeah. Love
1: it. I, yeah, I guess that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. But yeah, because I, I watched mean, the one with James Gunn because I was like, excuse me, you. This is like serious. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, because Lost Podly? was better. That all you could do was guess at answers. Like, the excitement between weeks of trying to, like, piece things together. Yeah.
1: Like and then, the, like, all the viral marketing stuff they would do online where you could, like, you know, see tapes from the Dharma Initiative and, like, you know, a live feed in the hatch and, like, all kinds of crazy things. Like, I yeah. can't believe they put all that together. Like, I in addition to this show. like
2: <laughs> I caught up. I got caught up on the show like basically four episodes before the end, so I only watched like the last four episodes live on TV. Like, oh I,
1: my gosh! I
2: like knew it was coming. To that's the reason I stuck. I'm with like
1: it. jealous that- and not at the same time because like certain seasons it was so annoying to wait for the episodes to come out because you're like, well, that was one hell of a cliffhanger, guys, and you just have to wait like a long time. Yeah, so
2: I, like, that's the reason I powered through season one, even though I didn't like it, because I knew, like, oh, this is, like, this cultural, like, thing that's not, that may not happen again in this way or whatever. I want to understand it. So I did catch up. I watched the last few episodes live, but even just having that experience, I so what they were doing when they played the last episode, I don't know if you remember this, they were Mm -hmm. showing, like, people were tweeting or something, like, send-offs to the show and so during the commercials, they were like um, showing people's like saying goodbye to Lost. Or it might have been like oh, three and that's four. That's cool, though. Or, or I don't know if it was like during the episode or during the commercials, but at some time while it was airing, they were showing these feed of people saying goodbye to it. And uh, cool. I was basically like tearing up the entire time. Like, oh, yeah. It just it was so cool to watch. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm going to add one more thing based on the the chat right now. Um, they're talking about like Boba Fett and all that. For those, I actually go to a different Ringerverse podcast that does also have Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin on it, which is the Ringerverse podcast. Um, they cover like all the good nerdy things that I love. Um, and they're like deep dive episodes on Boba Fett are so awesome. I They've like thrown out theories where sometimes I literally, I literally like a gasp out loud. <laughs> so it really makes me happy.
0: <laughs> love it. Is that your that's your deal?
1: That's my deal. Who you handing it off to? Uh, Andrew, why don't you take it? Okay, I'm going to
0: talk about a few things. Um, I got design, and uh, I got future design, and I want to I want to touch on a couple of things that are timely, and then I want to share a a product um, that's that is very uh, design forward thinking. So, the first thing. Um, did you guys hear about the... So you guys know Disney does uh, large spectacle anniversary things, right? And with the Disney uh-huh. 50th, a couple weeks ago, I talked about how their whole thing was iridescence and everything. Well, Disneyland Paris is celebrating their 30th year this year in 2022. Oh, um, wow. And so part of that, they they give all these outfits to the Fab Five, right? They, they re-outfit them for all of these things. They change their fashion, Well, um, one of them, uh, one of their new outfits is Minnie's outfit and it is a, uh, a pantsuit. All right. Moving away from like the, the frilly skirt and the big bow and what like, it's a pantsuit and the internet has not been happy with this change. Uh, the idea of like, um, of gender neutralizing her wardrobe, what, which is, you know, the quintessential, whatever, whatever. I heard about that and I was just like beside myself on how stupid that sounds. But then in the process of that found this other story um, of the same topic, but is a lot more enraging to me. So I'm just going to share this with you. This past week, um, the the M&M's company uh, released the (laughs) new designs for the the, the current uh, M&M characters. Well, in that in that redesign um i believe it's the brown i think it's the brown um it's either the brown or the green mnm i'm not sure it's one of the female M&Ms who oh, normally would, the green. It's the green. Yes. Yeah. the green one who would wear go-go yeah. boots right that was yes. her like original design green. in the new one that has come out she's wearing sneakers like white sneakers and tucker carlson has here's here is how he this announced one of this this is
1: the funniest things
0: here is how he announced this on the tucker carlson tonight show um, which if you're not familiar with who Tucker Carlson is, he's a uh, Fox News like correspondent and he has he's uh, you know, very conservative whatever here here is his quote. I'm just gonna read this just verbatim. M&Ms will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. That's the goal. When you're totally turned off, we've achieved equity. they won. While delivering this remark, the lower third on uh, the bottom aired uh, while it was airing said this: "Progress at last, plain frumpy Eminem candy and miserable non-binary candy is all we deserve."
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's all Tucker Carlson deserves. It's <laughs> miserable non-binary candy. <laughs>
0: this idea, this this is just I I can't believe that that people. First of all, think this way. One, like it's hard for me to even wrap my mind around people who think this way. I like the, but more importantly, well, I like
1: the implication also that he's like into the green m and Well, that's the thing, then. right? Like, that, like- <laughs> that's my other part. Like he's,
0: he is sexualized. Like how, how sexually turned on has he been up to this point about chocolate candy? Like that's like, it speaks a lot to the mindset of the person saying this, but I'm, I'm like beside myself that someone would go publicly to, uh, to a national global stage and say this kind of garbage it's just absolutely asinine to me and so um I, I don't really have a topic on that it it fit really nicely into the design uh topic I wanted to bring it up because it, it's timely like this just happened last week yeah um it's crazy to me like it's crazy to me that this I is the, so the, the conversation that that some people are having this is what this is what he's using his platform well- for <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would also like to say that, like the shoes she's wearing, like I never even noticed that. Like I don't know, like she's uh, w- who thinks this much about these things. Like I wonder, like someone if who you, gets if turned on by characters, if he could have even seen the difference. You know what I mean? If you just showed Tucker Carlson the original and new M and M's and told him to find the difference, if he could actually spot it himself. You know what I mean? Because so, they're not really a big change. I don't really even like i i kept looking i'm like what did they change? like <laughs> like it's not a huge shift
2: like i just um i just linked an article by the way in our slack so if you want to see this article uh dot network click on the slack icon and join there it's in general channel uh this is an uh, article from rolling stone with the title let the green eminem be a nasty little slut it's a very uh fun <laughs> uh take on the situation so i do it was written by tucker carlson it. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: it's... It's just fan fiction. Yeah, it's just it, fan it,
2: fiction. I think I'll s- summarize it poorly, which is to say that um, it, it basically says that um, uh, acceptance does not mean watering down everyone's personality. Like acceptance means that you accept all things, which mm-hmm. means that something can be over, overly sexualized and sure. and that can be part of, of I- accepting that personality type of person whatever um mm-hmm. but also we should also celebrate people that aren't like we sh- our our automatic switch shouldn't be like oh women let's see more cleavage you know like <laughs> yeah. both things can exist uh, and i think that's the point of the rolling stone article but um but give it a read it's it's a if nothing else it's a very fun read with a lot of colorful language yeah, Just and, read that last the sentence isu- I the mean,
0: issue the issue that title. i have <laughs> the issue that i have is that uh, when when people take the uh, take the side of, um, uh, like it goes back to the conversation that we've had about Disney, right? Like where uh, people say that you're ruining my childhood by by changing this ride or changing the you know changing the narrative of this that that in some way shape or form has is intended to be like um, malicious in intent. But the idea that companies are allowed and should grow as a company and if the direction that that company wants to go is uh, updating a character's design based on whatever it is whether they want to make it more sexualized or less sexualized or more androgynous or like like if if they want to do that it is the it is up to the company it is their prerogative to do so and the idea Mm -hmm. that that something that gets changed to something new like innately ruins the old is such yeah. a stupid concept to me. And I know there are some people who probably are in the chat right now who disagree with me and maybe have even said some of the very, this is ruining my childhood. But I, it it really irks me. It gets under my skin when people talk like that. And this, to me, falls into that category, at least on surface level, of saying like, listen, companies grow and change and their perspective grows and change and everybody has the right yeah. to their perspective when it comes to that. And if they are in charge of that company, they get to make those decisions. Um, I yeah. don't think that that should be I don't think we should shit on that idea. Like, like that, I think that that to me shows that a company is willing to progress and willing to think about what they do and what they what their perceptions are in the world.
1: Yeah. And I think like there's like I feel like we live in the age of like remakes and reboots and everything else like things just change and they like get updated to, you know, like reflect what's going on now. And like you still have the old version, you know, like in history, it doesn't like go away, it doesn't disappear from existence. You know, it's like still recorded, you know, you still remember it. You still you have these good memories. Sure. It's just going to be different in, when you go like see the new thing and then you yeah. can enjoy the new thing as well.
2: <laughs> so if you'll remember, I sent a text to you. Yeah, uh, I saw that a week and a half ago. Yes, and I said we need to talk <laughs> Eminence versus Sesame Street. Yes, and what that comment was about is about this topic. But um, it's the the comment had to do, as far as I can remember. I haven't gone and looked this up. I could be so off base, and I know if I am, everybody in chat's going to yell at me, and you two people will as well. And that's great. But as far as I'm aware. Sesame Street hasn't necessarily like retconned personality and traits of characters. What they've done in terms of diversity is introduce new characters, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. so in the case of Eminem, I, I, it having seen like the Rolling Stone point of view, and of course, knowing um the ridiculous point of view as well, mm-hmm. um, there is a part of me that says. We could introduce another color. and just actually add more diversity. Uh, no,
1: because then all the like M M&M and M factories have to like resh- reshuffle to accommodate a new color. No, like- <laughs> so, so
2: it, that's what the comment was. Is I think like a Sesame Street is a good example of uh, an yeah. entity that's handled diversity well. Because they haven't just thrown away the history, they've just introduced more
0: diversity. Or you can do what J.K. Rowling does and just start changing the the, well. the background of characters and say that it was that way from the beginning. You could just do yeah, that. Yeah, whatever. And just try to gaslight the entirety of your fan base. But that's, you could do that. You could do that instead. <laughs> Let's
1: not put too much stock anyway, in this these days.
0: Anyway, um, <laughs> that's the design topic I thought was. Timely necessary for us to chat about. There's a whole conversation we could have about it, but I really want to talk about oh, yes, something fun. that I'm using. I uh, just started using um, for my design stuff. So for Christmas, uh, I got this, and this is a, a device by Paparazzo, and it's called the Olivia. And I talked about it briefly on the podcast a few weeks ago when we were recapping what we got for Christmas. Um, but uh, as you guys know, um, I draw a lot and I post a lot of those finished drawings on my Instagram, right? Like my sketches, my, mm-hmm. my daily Disney sketches or or whatever. Um, and Becca saw this and decided that I needed a, something that could help bring uh, just bring a higher level of, of quality to that. And so what this does is not to my drawings. That makes it sound like she was really critiquing my work. <laughs> um but uh so this this little device what it does you slide it back i'm gonna see if i can show you guys you just kind of pop it back and when you do that this pops up and this telescopes you fold it over lock it into place trying to do this on camera this feels such like the what was the magic ladder like the um
1: oh nice
2: what was it called the the the, the little oh giant yeah, we're to lock it in.
0: Yeah, the Not little locked. the little giant the little giant ladder. Yeah. So <laughs> um so this this is uh, essentially it has two lights one here uh that seems blown out there you go one light here and one LED light on the back as well same size and then it has a clip for your phone. Uh, what you do is you slide up this this telescoping thing right here, and then you can fold <laughs> this down this way. This has a a pivoting head right here, and then the phone just snaps into this little section here now i'm going to try i'm going to try to show you what this looks like uh in real time because i'm going to try to switch cameras so we're going to see if this works this is for uh for you um twitch people but before i get to that point you can see this thing telescopes very very high like completely off camera Giving you a very wide range of of visibility, especially if you have one of the newer phones that has like you know a wide a wide angle lens on it. Um, and its base is weighted so that it just stays it can stay perfectly stable. And that's a lot of the issue when when you're trying to get overhead shots that are really clear is a lot of times um, you're trying to clip them to something and that makes the table shake or they're on a tripod that gets a little squirrely and it's not quite stable enough. This base is quite heavy. Um, and part mm-hmm. of this base is a little remote. Uh, and the remote <laughs> is... Uh, little. It's just a little baby remote, slides out.
1: He's so little.
0: And you can adjust <laughs> the camera or you can adjust the uh, the lights on it. And the, the lights have warmer modes and lighter modes and then a combination of the two. And so you just kind of press this. Let me see if I can... Uh, there's the top light if you're using the top one. And you can just kind of scrub through different different um, intensities and different color temperatures. Um, And then there's obviously the one on the bottom that does the same thing. So I'm going to now try going to attempt to show you what this looks like. Can you see this? Okay. Yeah. There
1: you go. Yeah, you did it. So,
0: um, Let's yeah, just be so, careful for the gratuitous crotch shots, if we could. <laughs>
2: don't want to get banned off Twitch.
0: Let me just go ahead and boobity boop doop <laughs> It would have been really bad if I wasn't wearing pants. Um, so anyway, here's uh, here's the overhead shot, and it 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 frames up really really well. I can telescope this uh, very uh, decently far away. Take take it really high up. And I Are can you take it back down. Do something for us like a trick or something? Oh, I like a ball and cup routine. I think it's just lagging, but it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, it is. I a did bit. show lots of fun things. Um anyway, that that wasn't as uh as helpful as I was hoping it would be because in real time it's it's lagging pretty hard. But um <laughs> <laughs> Andrew has a
2: terrible computer,
1: so this is not a failure. Andrew's of just moving the... in slow motion. No, 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 it's working perfectly. Yeah, it's not a
2: failure <laughs> of the product. No, it's a yeah, failure that's... of Andrew's computer transmitting the images to you. That's
0: important to note. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a, a failure of the product. The product is incredible, uh, and I actually, so like Lauren said, I did post a um a video of me testing this out for the first time this weekend, um and. I was really happy with the framing of it and the light. um, Like really, like did a really good job illuminating the the image that I was that I was working on. Um, And you forget that it's there. It's not like it's not cumbersome. It doesn't get in your way because you can just set it off to the side and you have your your whole um, uh, your whole you know drawing you know placement or whatever. It's it's actually super super nice. So if you draw um, or you paint or you do any sort of like. crafty type thing that you want to be, uh, you know, that you want to display how you're doing it, like work in progress stuff or, um, whatever. I would highly recommend this. So if you go to paparazzo's website, there'll be a link to this in the show notes right now. It's on sale for 79 99, which to me seems like a really, really good price considering Mm -hmm. what this thing is and how helpful it is. Um, and it will help you align your shots so so nicely um, for for all of that stuff and so uh, if you're doing a lo- the bulk of your promotion of your work on social media super helpful uh, for doing mm-hmm. that so anyway paparazzo um the olivia okay, cool. um, pick it up and uh and it just folds you know, up so nicely past the when are we going dis- to when are we going to decide
2: that as consumers we're savvy enough that like the 99 makes it sound <sighs> Like a scam.
1: More expensive? Yeah. <laughs> or like
2: cheap or because it still works. Like it clearly. Oh, yeah. That is a good giveaway. Like yeah. it clearly. <laughs> you got in trouble, Doc, by the way. uh, Like obviously it works or people wouldn't continue using oh. the 99 like mark. So like obviously like something happens. But I just figured like at some point the tables are going to turn and people are. It's going to remind you too much of that infomercial age and it's going to go away.
0: I, yeah, I agree uh, with you. Um, but for now, take advantage of the ninety nine and uh, for only seventy nine ninety nine, not eighty dollars, uh seventy nine ninety nine you can get the uh, paparazzo uh, Olivia. So, and if you cool. were joining us on Twitch, you saw a very bad demonstration. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's the internet's issue or my computer functions issue. Nothing to do with the product. I stand by the product completely. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, Patrick.
2: I think I it's check. just you.
0: I think that's last cool. One. I know
2: you're still figuring out my name, and that's fine. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah.
0: This from the one who called <laughs> Lauren the other one last week. <laughs> just so you know, it was not sexist. It was forgetful.
2: All right. So <laughs> this week I have art. And I have current art, probably, but it still works. I know I didn't have past, and that's the only one that would have messed me up. It's either current or future. It works either way because this is in beta, but I have access to it. That's both current and future. All right. Um, and this is for anybody that's an artist, by the way, and for anybody that wants to build a website, uh, and, and I'll say for a lot of people in here, this would work amazingly well for, like, a portfolio site. If you wanted to build a one-off, this is going to be magic for you. Uh, then I want to introduce you to sites by Framer. So again, this is I, I want to show you these screens. I can't, I can't really screen share with you right now. So you'll have to look it up your, yourself. But I'll tell you where to go. You can go to Framer.com forward slash sites. I actually don't know if I can post it in chat. I'll see if I can I'll see if I can I can do it while you're talking. Yeah. Uh Framer.com slash sites if you want to check it out. And I'm going to drop it in Slack as well real quick. Okay, so here's what this allows you to do. If you've used something like Sketch or Figma, or if you've used Framer before, this is familiar, it looks like one of those programs. You you set out your artboards. You uh, Because it's, uh, you know, uh, considering that its user base is using this for web, then it has pre-made artboards for like common breakpoint sizes like tablet size, desktop size, etc., um, it accounts for things like uh, margin and padding, so like you get your flow correct with your elements, and it limits you to kind of the features you would have if you were actually developing this. So there's some things you don't get because those features wouldn't be available to you uh, when developing for a browser, and so those things are stripped out. So it can feel a lot more uh, simplistic in that in that way uh, than you know if you were to look at like Illustrator or something like that. But that said, still very very powerful. And so you have an artboard, you can uh, build. Uh, uh, components out just like you would for your site. If you imagine a navigation or a hero or a a CTA, something like that, those components can be built as standalone components. That's the word for them. And then those can be extended and used in uh, multiple views. So if you're building out a design system, that's your approach. If you're building a single page, you may not want to go that detail to actually build out components. And so you can just drop things directly on the artboard. They have pre-made components you can use as well, and it's not just things mm-hmm. like pre-made CTAs, but it's also things like Shopify integration. So if you want to drop a Shopify product in, or like um, players, or or uh, latest tweet, or uh, YouTube embeds, all this kind of stuff. Okay, so you design. It's meant to design a website. Feels like using something like a Figma <laughs> or a Sketch. Here's the kicker: all you have to do is press, 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 press. All you it's have to. Be do, I'm having a mental breakdown. All you have to do is press publish in the top right corner. It's a website. (coughs) That's it. It is generating code under everything you're doing. Every time you drag something on an artboard, it's generating code for that item. And if you press publish, it's now a website that lives on the internet. And you can assign a custom domain to it. Uh, And it has other things you can do to, you know... um, configure uh OG properties for you know SEO and and sharing and whatever. It allows you to set up uh you know like anchors on the page and things like that. You can also do prototyping. Um you could do like animations. So if you want to have like elements like uh fly in or or like star uh, wipe star in wipe and, star wipe and you have <laughs> very granular control over all of this. Uh so um, I haven't seen this part, but allegedly you can like work at a code level if you want to. Oh, cool. um, but that said, you can also just do everything from an artboard. Uh, and again, it's creating
1: sounds ridiculously easy. Like <laughs> if and you know how to
2: 1999 design. Lauren. <laughs> so you said the magic phrase. Uh, yeah. No, it is. So I'm showing this to Andrew. Andrew, here's the thing: mm-hmm. I'm not a designer, I'm a developer. So, when I'm talking about this, I, I think of it in different terms. Andrew, you're a designer. I took time today to pitch this to you because I yeah. think we're going to rebuild our site on it. Yeah. Andrew, what were your thoughts about it?
0: I was like, that's so easy. It's got to be magic. And, and for 1995, <laughs> everybody.
1: insert star wiping. <laughs>
0: uh, it was, no, I, I, uh, I was feeling a little under the weather when st- you showed me. Uh, this is, by the way, what he kept tap, 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 ah. tapping me about. Um uh I don't think I thing. showed the level of excitement of of which I had. I love the idea of being able to... um Because a lot of times what ends up happening for our website stuff, I'll design something in Illustrator and I'll hand it over to Patrick and he translates that with back and forth on actually coding that out and saving assets Mm -hmm. out and doing everything. I love the idea that I, we can just cut that. I, we can cut you out of the picture entirely. (laughs) We can, we can just do this. It really puts web building back into the designer's hand. Um, Because for a long time, or maybe since the, since it's iteration, you, you've always had to have somebody who knew how to translate that and knew that language that is literally, it's like using an in real, in real time, Google translate, um, because That's you put awesome. it, it's like the truest version of WYSIWYG that I've ever yeah. seen. Cause there's, you know, there's been WYSIWYG sites before. And forgive me for anyone who's in our chat or is listening to this, who has used Wix. I know there are several people who have used Wix. Um, uh, this, even what you see is what you get with Wix. Isn't really that powerful. This is like fully featured web design elements and you're you're creating it just from a visual standpoint you you never input code one time it's really really impressive i'm
1: excited it Sounds now, awesome because like people always ask me if i can do websites and i'm like mm, and now you no. can say yeah I yeah can.
2: Mm-hmm. you can as long as it's uh probably limited marketing sites so here's the deal yes. here's the limitations right now the limitations, uh, the big one is that there is not an associated CMS. For those that don't know, content management system. Yeah. Um, Fake and WordPress. There, right. So there isn't like a way to like log in and just edit content only. And there's also not like a templating system you'd normally see. So normally, if you're building um, like a, a you know a website, you might have like a a blog single view, right? And so you can go make a hundred blog posts. But every one of those blog posts is just reusing that single view that exists once. Okay, that blog single. Um, In this case, if you were to have 50 posts, you would have to make 50 separate views and copy. So you could extend the same components. And then so from that standpoint, you are reusing it. But it's not as elegant as having... There's not a dropdown that just
0: says uh, blog page. And then you put your content in the background and it skins it. It uh, doesn't work that way. So
2: um, yeah. to answer your question, McKinsey, like you you edit the content in the artboard the <laughs> same way you would edit a design. That's how you edit it. Now, I <clears> imagine <throat> at some point they'll release a feature where you can have like a template and that template can be fed by like a markdown file for like all of the pages that need to like be rendered with that template. So at some point I imagine they'll add that as a data source. You, you'll build it up that way, um, and and that'll make sense. It's probably not difficult to do. I know it's something they're going to be working on now because not having some way to manage content like that is a major limitation. But for our case, like the M of one site, it's a one-page digital poster. It's, That's a, mar- the site it's a marketing is. page, right? So from our yeah. standpoint we can go build this in a weekend and have a beautiful site. And I, as a developer, don't have to touch it at all. Right. Um, and then for, you know, Lauren, you may decide that for your website, yeah, you're going to link to your Etsy store, but you also want a standalone page. Mm-hmm. And instead of just dealing with some type of link tree or something like that, you can spin this up and build you a one-page site. And yeah. they do all the hosting, whatever, point a custom domain at it. And you can have something that's, really really tailored to what you want and as a designer it'll be very easy for you to do that so for right now the people that are listening that are designers you really should check it out and there will be clients that come along that what they need is in essence just a two or three page digital poster like a purely marketing site and for those cases this this is gonna work yeah this is gonna work wonders um in the case of people that You know, it's a lot of growing content and dynamic content. That's not supported yet, but I have to imagine they're working on it. And that's not necessarily a big hurdle to overcome. Uh, I think it's an awesome pivot for Framer because as I knew Framer, Framer was just a direct competitor, something like Sketch. I didn't realize like no code was on the horizon, but uh, there's a lot of energy and effort being pushed into that area. It's an exploding kind of sector. I don't know a better word. Uh, and I think it's a really smart move for them. And I, I think this is going to be wildly, wildly popular because their approach is so designer uh, centric. It, it really is like you can walk in here with no dev ability, no dev knowledge, no pre whatever, and you can make something press a button and it's a website. Beautiful. That's pretty
1: amazing. So,
0: yeah, like, that's pretty
2: good. <laughs> uh, oh, Doc, I'll go ahead and tell you this it is Framer Sites. So sorry, uh some people well, can't share links site, yeah, because of you like, still have it in stuff. my stuff. But Got yeah, framer.com slash sites. Uh, but definitely get signed up and um big shout out for to um jetpacks and roller skates, who, who I like to also refer to as my best friend, um, for turning me on to this.
0: Yeah. All right, that's it for me. Andrew, nineteen ninety five. Where are you taking us? Um oh nice. I'm like What happened in nineteen ninety five? Is that when you were born? Um all right. I think it's time for no. us to... We
1: got a giveaway, and we got our categories to figure out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, it is time for us to roll our dice. And if you were part of our Twitch stream, you got to be a part of uh, creating some new categories. If you remember, a couple weeks ago, we decided we were going to get rid of the business category because we had done it so much. And honestly, we've talked about all the business there is to talk about. And so we uh, mm-hmm. we took to the Twitch uh, thread chat stream whatever it's called in twitch and uh we got some ideas and those ideas net a very very good outcome we have five brand new categories that we are introducing into our uh, our pool of categories lauren do you want to tell everybody what they are
1: yes our new categories are front page travel trivia fashion and architecture
0: yeah i love it so with that being said patrick why don't you roll your dice and figure out what you're talking about next week Nat twenty suckers. Oh, so you get to, to choose anything game. you
1: want anyway.
0: Yeah, so
2: I'll figure it out later.
0: I hope you pick events. Cool.
1: <laughs> I hope you pick like one that we got rid of. I yeah. know. Oh, we didn't talk about <laughs>
0: Dane Cook. Yes,
1: <laughs> I'm talking about I I the very already. prolific
0: <laughs> and uh, culturally relevant Dane Cook. That's that's what I'm going to talk about right now. <laughs> Go for it, Lauren. Yeah, uh, so I got talk about the shocker. and
1: I got podcast YouTube again.
0: Okay. <laughs> we have all these new categories and you got the same one. I know. Right. And I
1: got, I well, Yeah. It's okay. I
2: genu- genuinely might talk about business next week.
0: I, ahead, rolled, I <laughs> rolled a 12.
1: Oh, you got music. Son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new for us. It's just like, come on. <laughs> it's just 25. 20. We can roll, it. we can roll a that. D6 and uh, like me and Andrew to at least the new categories and
2: 25 percent more categories didn't get them didn't get
0: a single one that's all right check back next next technically it's like it's like 30 percent more did you say check back knapsack (laughs) (laughs) check back knapsack i love it okay oh good lord that is ridiculous Well, that's it for this episode. You can find out all the stuff that we talked about over at mofone.network where you can find show notes and links as well as a whole big archive of really, really incredible episodes and guests from all the years of us doing this. Can you believe we're professionals at this? I mean, (laughs) isn't that crazy? Um, But you can find that all there. Uh, While you're there, you can join our conversation on Slack where there's uh, people talking all the time. Like there's probably people talking right now while you're listening to this and while we're chatting, there's no way to know for sure. But there, the Slack conversation is where it is happening. And then uh, you can become a patron of the show. Go to patreon.com slash move one podcast, give two, four or $6. Um, every little bit helps truly, truly. And you can help us for free by liking rating and reviewing the show. Last week, we read two brand new reviews and it was absolutely super fun. If you didn't listen to it, go back and do it. But Takes you very little time. Doesn't cost you any money. Super helpful for us. That's going to be it for this episode. You can find us over at M of one podcast and all the different socials. You can check us out there. We have our personal socials. I'm at Andrew sale with threes instead of e's. I'm
1: at not cool co everywhere.
0: And I'm at Mab trap. I thought for sure you were going to say check back. <laughs> that
1: is definitely the episode title.
0: Yes, for sure. That is. <laughs> Uh, We're going to get out of this episode for now, though. I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren.
2: I'm Patrick.
0: Peace out.
1: Adios.
2: Bye.